0: Welcome to this episode of WikiWalks, a short podcast devoted to some of the more intriguing and, huh who knew, articles that you can run across in the weird world of Wikipedia. I'm your host, Chris Grismer. If you are under the impression that all Boy Scouts occupy themselves only with the seemingly mundane world of knot-tying or wooden figurine whittling, well, then you must not be familiar with David Hahn. He received his merit badge, and then some... In atomic energy. <laughs> what? Atomic energy? How is that even a merit badge? Well, let's dive deeper, shall we? You see, as a teenager, David built a fully functioning nuclear reactor in his backyard from off the shelf items and materials. His aspirations included being an Eagle Scout, but there is no doubt this boyo was simply a mad lad. David was a crafty, creative, and goofy kid who had an unending love for chemistry. Unfortunately, the chemistry between his parents had waned, and during his teens, they divorced, which only further pushed him into his new obsessive hobby. He split time with his parents, mom and her boyfriend on the weekends, you know the deal. He was severely lacking in the friends department, so he had some serious free time. David's passion grew even further when he acquired the Golden Book of Chemistry Experiments, as a gift from his grandfather. He converted the basement of his mom's house to a lab. As he got a bit older, he would deliver papers, do some fast food work, etc., in order to pay for chemicals and supplies. This was all during the 1990s, and things were a little more lax then. He spent all his free time in the lab, and even once appeared at his scout meeting with a bright orange face caused by an overdose of canthaxithin, a chemical used in artificial tanning. Then, this one time at scout camp, he accidentally ignited a pile of powdered magnesium and basically created a firebomb in the woods. Normal kid stuff. If your child is Dr. Evil, David's parents would often hear small explosions coming from either his room or the basement. He did end up in the hospital after putting a bunch of red phosphorus, picture match heads, into a bottle and shook it up. Obviously, It exploded, and he had glass shards all over his body, including the eyes. (laughs) Also, uh, he set fire to the house. Now, I don't know about your mom, but at this point, mine would have redirected my creativity into perhaps macrame or basket weaving after having just received shards of glass into my cornea, but no, David's mom just banished him to the backyard shed instead. If I can't hear the explosion, it's not happening. When he was 14, he earned his Atomic Energy Merit Badge by building a model of a nuclear reactor and writing a few papers on nuclear fission and nuclear energy, which then, of course, gave David an idea. What if he were to build his own nuclear reactor? I mean, he's got a shed now, so why not? He ended up building what is called a breeder reactor in his mom's shed over the course of two years. Now, I realize you might be asking how this could be possible. Pre-Google, I mean, AOL was doing well at the time, but... You've got mail. ...is a far cry from here be the plans to build a nuclear reactor. So, he actually pretended to be a physics teacher. He dialed up the Nuclear, ener- he dialed up the nuclear Regulatory Commission, and they walked him through the process of how to build various components of a breeder reactor as well as tell him how to isolate radioactive material. This must have been a heck of a phone call. In order to obtain the materials, he would call and write letters to various agencies to get small amounts of radioactive materials from different governmental and industrial agencies. He would then also use his teacher persona to get 200 smoke detectors, so he could strip the element americum out of the sensors. He spent a cool grand on batteries to help isolate the lithium. And he also bought a bunch of glow-in-the-dark clocks and camping lanterns from the 50s because they each contained small amounts of radium in them. Radium, as you can imagine, is mildly radioactive. Oh, uh, he also bought some uranium from Czechoslovakia because this was right after the fall of the Soviet Union and it was somehow possible to get uranium by, you know, asking. David used these materials along with, I kid you not, duct tape and by God, it worked. He built an unspeakably dangerous radioactive thing in his backyard and the levels kept rising. One week in, his Geiger counter could measure radiation from his bedroom. He was getting worried that he had created the Detroit version of Chernobyl, also just known as Detroit, and by a month in, he could detect radiation at the end of his block. He began to dismantle the reactor because, obviously, this was getting out of hand. On August 31st, 1994, David loaded his nuclear reactor into his Pontiac. Neighbors thought he was stealing tires, so they called the police. for tires. David told them not to search his car because it was radioactive. Trust me, I've, I've tried that. It uh, didn't work. I'm actually doing this episode for my own private studio cell in County right now. Police, of course, had heard the word radioactive from David and immediately go to atomic bomb. The bomb squad was called, David's arrested, and the radiation levels inside the car was 1,000 times the normal background level. Charges were later mostly dropped, although he was charged with stealing a few smoke detectors along the way. Also, his also his creation was non-fissile, meaning there was no chance of actually building a bomb, which likely earned him some leniency from the FBI. Radiation poisoning, very likely. Bomb, eh. So that ends the saga of David's nuclear reactor, but his story doesn't end there. Apart from this moment of brilliance, really, Hahn led a troubled life. In 1995, the EPA declared his mother's house a hazardous materials cleanup site. The year after, his mother died of suicide. It's not clear whether these things are related. He lacked direction after high school, and after sporadically attending community college, he joined the Navy, serving on the USS Enterprise, the real-life nuclear vessel that appears in Star Trek IV, obviously, and was honorably discharged with the rank of petty officer third class. But in 2007, the FBI suspected Han was trying to build another reactor. When they interviewed him, they learned that Han had been diagnosed with paranoid schizophrenia and was using cocaine in lieu of his prescribed medication. He also claimed to be afraid of people who, quote, had the ability to shock his genitals with their minds. I mean, I think it's a valid fear. His newest smoke detector larceny sentence was delayed for six months while he was treated at a local psychiatric hospital. Hahn died in 2016 at the age of 39 from the combined effects of alcohol and alcohol allergy medicine diphenhydramine and fentanyl, the opioid that played a part in the deaths of Prince, Tom Petty, Wilco guitarist Jay Bennett and rappers Lil Peep and Mac Miller. His death was ruled accidental. But I hope that the next time you meet a young, friendly scout who is both radiant and glowing, well, you might just want to call the FBI.